guys. Welcome to another episode of Berhantu with me, Hafiz Rahman. Thank you so much for listening. This episode is an episode that I am still recording from my phone, unfortunately. Wah, wah. <laughs> because my car is being so... Okay, I, okay, just to share with you guys what happened to my car. So, I have a... I, I, I have this bad habit of putting my coins on my dashboard right so you know your dashboard you buy one of those like um mats where the coins cannot move or you put anything on top of it like it, it's an anti i don't know what it's called like it's like an anti-moving or whatever shit that you put on the dashboard so what happened was i <laughs> the other day i was just rushing because i just finished the shoot so i put my um ring and my bracelet on top of it and then i was driving as per normal but then i had to make uh um a break lah you know so in that break i do not know why my bracelet went all the way down into the aircon vent and then they have to now take out the dashboard because it's stuck inside the aircon vent and i cannot fish it out so what was supposed to be like a three hour job they say oh sorry we need like two days to do it because the because uh, i'm driving a land rover so they're like oh because it's a very difficult uh dashboard to open and we need more time so here i am just recording my podcast from my phone but i hope it's good enough like, i think i did i did check like the quality of the podcast from the previous episode the one about my friend whose sister has suffered from supposedly something that's living in her um what do you call that waste yeah so i hope this episode will be um <laughs> good as well so this episode i want to share with you because i remember i met a couple of friends so one of them actually shared with me about her uh, about his sister and then the other one uh saifuddin so saifuddin is a very um He's a very he's a joker like he likes to joke around, but when he was sharing with me this story, his face became very serious, and I think he got a bit scared because we were all like sitting at Yishun Dam and just sharing with each other our experiences. Because I told them, you know, I feel like I'm the kind of person who just meets a new person and go, "Do you have a ghost story?" Because I want to share your ghost story on my podcast. <laughs> so he shared with me this story. So Saifuddin have have lived in Pungol all all his life. Um, he's my age, so um, we are dragon babies. And he said, I have been living in Pungol since I was probably eight years old. So that's like more than twenty years ago. Um, he said that when he f- he was one of the first few people who lived in Pungol when like twenty years ago, Pungol wasn't as um vibrant and as what do you call that? I wouldn't say modern lah. And as, yeah lah, where we have all the amenities and all the BTOs and the flats and all that. Punggol 20 years ago was a relatively new estate, you know, much newer than Sengkang actually. So he said that there were a lot of vegetations around still. Um, There is the Punggol Beach, which is now, they really make it very nice. Now you all go to Punggol Beach, everything is, you know, there, there's, the, there's a PCN, people can cycle all the way and then they can go to Coney Island and all that. But he said like 20 years ago when he was much, much younger, he said that the Pungol Beach was actually just nothing but just vegetation. It was just only recently, maybe like maybe 10 years ago, that they decided to like do this whole um, refurbishment of, of everything that's in Pungol. So um, 
he also said that when I was living in my house in Punggol, um, one hundred one hundred one seven three, is it? Yeah, he said that the house was really, really very new, and he was one of the first few people who actually moved in. And he has experienced some very unpleasant things when he was there. So this is the story of Saifuddin and the things in Punggol. So there's three parts to this story. The first one happens in Punggol Beach. The second and the third story happened in his house. So at this point of time, when he just moved in uh, to Punggol, he was probably eight years old. And he said that his grandfather... Um, was still alive so his grandfather loved to go fishing you know and and would um, go fishing with a couple of other friends lah so he always remembered he said i remember my grandfather telling me that at pungul beach it's very common to hear a voice of an old woman crying so kau akan dengar macam bunyi macam makcik menangis um but he said that the crying is very soft and you know like okay so we malays believe that macam if the laughter is loud means they are far away but if the laughter is soft means they are very near so he said that my grandfather uh, has fished there at punggol beach many many times and he said sering eh So meaning like out of 10 times, probably like 5 or 6 times sering, um, akan dengar suara perempuan tua uh, menangis. Um, and then he said that the voice would actually move from one place to another place. It's almost as if, okay, this is quite weird. Uh, he said that it sounded as if this old woman is trying to find her child. Macam dia tengah cari anak dia. So the grandfather wasn't scared lah. I mean, because the grandfather knew. And then the grandfather always told him this story. Dia cakap, punggul ni dulu kampung. You know? Dekat perairan ni semua. Last time this is a kampung. Before they build into... and Before they make it into a estate with like buildings and all. It used to be a kampung. So I'm not surprised if there are spirits of people who live in the kampung. Who maybe the kid has drowned in the river or in the sea, whatever. You know? And then like the mother is finding for it. So Saifuddin managed to um, tell me how the the crying is like. So it's very soft and it's very faint. And dia cakap, dia punya nangis macam very kesian gitu. Macam macam really macam dia tengah nangis. Bukan nangis sedih tau. Macam nangis macam tengah cari anak, you know. So the 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 crying will go like, Mana kau? Mana? Mana? Like that, he said. But he said it was it was very very soft. So when as Saifuddin grew up, you know, he said I don't believe my grandfather because I thought it was such an outlandish story. You know, like I think my grandfather is just trying to like trick us or whatsoever. It wasn't until he was much older. So he said when I was in Poly, you know, at the point of time when I was in Poly, Pungol Beach still was uh, it still wasn't uh, modern yet. So me and my Poly friends, we actually went out to go fishing, you know. So he said I didn't believe my grandfather, right? So until I experienced it myself. He didn't uh, think that it would happen to him because he said he was with a group of friends and he said that there were like maybe five of them and he said all five of them heard it. But one of them actually got really scared. So they were fishing and they were macam fishing at one point of, uh, at one of the places at around the Punggol Beach lah, you know. They were talking, I don't know what they were joking about and then suddenly they all became very quiet. 
actually one of the friend became very quiet. Then after that, when you know how like when you're in a group and then one of your friend becomes quiet, and then the rest is like, wait, what, why, why, what's wrong? You know, and then in that silence, all of them heard this. So all of them heard this. <laughs> <laughs> so he said I heard the word mana My grandfather said He heard like my Mana anak aku Mana anak aku You know like Where's my child Where's my child But I heard mana And then suddenly It dawned upon him Like eh Whatever my grandfather told me I'm actually experiencing it now Means that lady is still there That old lady So one of the friend Actually look at that And that friend said like Macam the friend didn't didn't like macam scream or cry lah, but he just like mouthed you know to 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 his other friends like, do you hear that? Do you hear that? And then he's like, yeah yeah yeah, I I I heard it. So everyone's like, dah bodoh je, bodoh je, just relax, chill chill, you know, just um don't pretend like it's not there. And then the the friend was like, how to pretend it's not there? The thing is near because I think the friend knows that when it's near, um the sound is very very soft, you know. So he said she's nearby. So one of the friends she gang ho, you know, the one of the friends she went up and then and like looked at the side and then like went all the way and then like, macam not went all the way lah, like, macam went all the way in front and then to like to the to the back, and then he said, eh. Hey, there's no one. We are the only ones here. And this thing happened at 5am in the morning, by the way. You know how they say like haunting always start like uh, maybe 12 midnight, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock. Usually, you don't hear haunting stories by like 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Because Malays, uh, Muslims believe, oh, dah, dah nak masuk subuh. Dah nak masuk subuh, dah, dah, dah tak ada hantu dah. But no, he said that it was almost 5 o'clock. Oh no, 5 plus. Yes, 5 plus. And then he said that it was Danak Masuk's uh, waktu lah, you know. And apparently, you can hear the call for prayer from uh, a mosque in Johor or in Malaysia. I don't know what it is, Johor. Yeah, yeah, it should be Johor lah, Malaysia. So, these are fun facts lah for you guys. So, if you guys know that if, you, if you're in Punggol, um, you can actually hear the sound of um, prayers, the call for prayers from nearby mosque in JB. Um, or Johor lah in, For that matter Not not JB So my friend said that He and his friends Heard this woman crying You know So I'm just I mean the reason why I'm sharing with this Is because I just want to know Whether you guys Have experienced it before Maybe like for some of you Who used to punching Or who used to fish At Punggol Beach Have you ever experienced Hearing a voice Of an old woman Like whimpering And crying And looking for a child If you have Please DM me Because I want to know Whether this story is true Because apparently My grand, uh, my grandfather Because apparently Saifuddin's grandfather Heard it and then he heard it himself and then all his friends heard it. So it was quite interesting to sort of see whether there are other people who have experienced the same thing. But it's this sound lah, you know. And then he said that when his friend came back, he said, eh, tak ada orang lah. Kita, kita, kita lima orang dekat dalam this whole, this, whole, this whole beach area. And then after like a few minutes, they would, they heard the azan from the uh, mosque. And then they said, okay, you know what? I think it's time to go balik lah. I do not know why they didn't balik upon hearing the, the crying. They, they balik upon hearing the azan. Muslim things Anyways So yeah So that's the first story That he said He experienced I said Then when you heard it Like Did you keep on Thinking about it He said no lah I mean At that point of time I was scared But I wasn't Like scared scared Because I was with A bunch of friends You see But you know how They say like Ghostly encounters Usually happen With just you alone You know like You're always alone Or with Or Paling banyak one friend, you know. It's never you experience it as a group. But when you experience it as a group, it almost validates the whole notion of, okay, yes, this thing is happening because not one, not two, not three, not four, but all five of us heard the same thing. 
So it's something that he said I can never forget. But he said that at the point of time he wasn't scared, scared because he was sort of used to hearing voices and all that. Which brings me to my second story. Now, this is the first day of moving in. Eh, bear in mind this was more than twenty years ago. Punggol was not even a mature estate as it is right now. Punggol was very new, very new. Like don't know, like yeah, probably like very very new lah. And he said that um I live in block one seven three C if I'm not mistaken, and the one that's just beside Greendale Secondary School. Yeah, so sorry. I think I just out the <laughs> the block. So for those of you who live around the area, um, have fun. So he said that before, uh, it was quite modern. The place was very very quiet, you know, and he was one of the first few people to move in into the uh to into his block lah, you know, which is one seven three D. Ah, sorry, sorry, one seven three C. One seven three D tu pasti aku tinggal. Um, so yeah, he said that when I first came in, I was with my brothers, you know. So I was eight years old. My brother was probably maybe six, and I have a younger sister, maybe four years old. So she, uh, the the don't know tiga lah. So the three of them at the point of time was just like you know like how kids are, you know, excited to go into a new house, and then they were playing and all that. And it's so weird because they were just playing. Um, Like macam play catching and all that, you know. So play catching in the house. Of course, the mother and the father are like busy, like unpacking things, you know. And he said that this happened, um, when everyone was at home. So it was five of them, and he said a couple of relatives were over also. So there were about like seven or eight people in the house, and they said, and he said that it's so weird because it happened in the daytime. So, so there's two parts to the story. So the first thing happened in the daytime. Second thing happened at night. At night, when when he was asleep, play catching, play catching. So they were playing catching in that inside this one of this room, lah. You know, um, and then they keep hearing. So he keeps hearing like marbles dropping from from the top, from the top, from the top. And I think at that point of time, when he was young, he didn't think about a eh, whether there's actually someone living upstairs. You know, um, a couple of days after the incident, so he and his father, he said, my father brought me up. Just to check whether someone was living on top of us, and he said that no one was living on top of him, but he said the sound of marbles was very, very prominent. So back to the story, he was playing with his siblings, um, catching. He heard marbles dropping, tak 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 Bingit gila I do not know why At the point of time When I was 8 years old I was very bingit So I and my siblings We were very angry We actually stood up And we just said Eh bising ah They said that you know So they said Eh noisy lah This thing made him scared The moment he And his siblings said, uh, And the moment he And his siblings said um, Eh bising lah There was like An explosion of There was an there was a sound of an explosion of marbles, as if you just imagine, you have a bowl, inside that bowl, is all marbles, alright. So it's not one marble ah, it's like probably hundreds of marbles, in a box or in a bowl, and then this person just overturned the box. 
so you hear like a smattering it's like a deafening smattering sound of marbles so you go like like that you know like, bah, 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 like that so the, when he did that like he got so scared he actually covered his head yeah so my Sifuddin said I was so scared I thought the marble was going to fall on me so me and, and my siblings we actually squat down and then we actually covered our heads but apparently they were not the only ones who heard that that macam, that loud explosion sound you know of of marbles he said my my parents actually came to the room my, my parents came running into the room because he thought like something happened then when the parents came running into the room the parents said what happened and then they just look up. So then the parents like looked up and said, Oh, maybe it's just a marbles, like, you know? And that's the reason why the sec like the second day after that happened, um the father brought him upstairs and then the father said, Tengok, tak ada orang tinggal kat, kat atas. Kau main-main lagi lah. Ah, kau bawa mulut kau celupa lagi. Like that, you know? So the father was like, See, there's no one living upstairs. Your mouth, you, you don't know how to take care of your mouth. Now you say all these weird things, this thing will happen to you. And at that point of time, he was like, very, very scared really, you know? Because of also what happened at night. So that night, he said, You know, new house, no bed, right? No bed, nothing. Um, so he was sleeping on the mattress like you know, so they, they bought the mattress from the previous home, the beds have not been bought yet, they are all living like Spartan life like you know, of course, no fence also, alright, you know how last time people, you know, now, now it's like, oh, now I need to renovate my house first, then I move in, last time is no, no, last time like during my time, it's like, the house is empty, the house is empty lah, we will buy as we leave, so literally like, you will like, go on for like, one to two months without like, proper lights or like proper gas or whatever you know you like buy it as you go middle class things lah um so now now we are very now we are much more better now we're like oh where we want to go and buy a house we'll make sure the house has everything first blah 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 then we will move in and usually if you buy a resale flat everything is there already you know so you just use whatever that's there but just bear in mind this is a new house this is a new block they just made it so literally it's like the father of all btos so got no fan nothing you know uh, there were only lights and, and all that. So, he said that there wasn't any fan. So, it was very... Malam panas Of course, it's Singapore, right? Stuffy, right? He opened his windows. So, he, he said, I remembered I was with my younger brother. We were in the room, like one of the rooms. And we were lying on top of the mattress, you know. But my leg was facing the window. So, when my leg is facing the window, means if I open my eyes, I can see... Directly what's outside of the window lah, you know. He was a bit scared from the whole incident of the marble dropping, right? The whole explosion of marbles in the, in the morning. So, he, I think he just was like a bit, I think subconsciously he was like, oh shit, affected. So, he was asleep. And he said, I was 8 years old. I remember this very, very vividly, you know. There are some points of time in your childhood when things really happen and you really, it's really like etched in your mind forever and ever. And this was one of the stories. He said he was asleep. Okay. And then he heard like a flapping sound of a bird. So he thought like, eh, how come there's a big bird like outside my house, you know? And the flapping, it's not like the normal flapping sound. It's, it's, he said it sounded like macam, you know, like a gargoyle. Okay, sorry, my hair just stand on its end. You know gargoyles? You know like how those uh, movies, like it go like, book, 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 like really like the really big sounds of um flapping, of the wings flapping. So he heard that, he heard that like, I think 
over like a course of 30 seconds. I said I was fast asleep. But then in my dream, in my dream, I can already hear it. You know how sometimes some people are very light sleepers. They can actually hear the TV. So he said that and all the way until he was an, an adult, he's a light sleeper because of this incident. To the point where sometimes he said when I'm sleeping and then my siblings will watch some drama, like my dream will have that drama with the words inside. So, you know, it's, it's that kind of like uh, conscious, subconscious kind of thing. So literally like he will, like, for example, if you're watching a soccer match, his dream, he'll be, he'll be listening to like the sound of the commentator talking. Yeah. So when he was asleep, he heard this, he, he heard this, bok, 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 bok. like something is just flapping outside of his window. So when he, like, so he said, I opened my eyes and I opened my eyes slowly, you know, because I was like, hey, what's happening? When he almost opened his eyes, he said he felt like a gust of wind. And he said the gust of wind was in tandem with the pop, the, 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 the flapping. So every time the flapping goes, pok, 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 he feels like, Someone fanning him So the, the 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 wind goes Blow 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 At first he thought Eh There's no Fan in this house So how come there's a constant um Wind right So he said Oh maybe it's from the window So when he opened his eyes He said My window uh, Is covered by a white cloth Astaghfirullahaladzim Window got three panel, right? Okay. So he said this thing was so huge, but it was just a piece of white cloth. So he said a piece of white cloth just covering. So literally he said, I cannot see anything else but just white cloth. It's as if someone has just it's as if it's a curtain. Ah. Yeah. So he said it's, it's almost like a curtain macam macam uh tapi dekat, dekat luar. Cakap langsi putih dekat luar, and the thing is moving. So I got freaked out. So he said, when when I opened my eyes and I saw that at eight years old, I didn't know what to do. I was dumb. He said, I was dumb. And that was when the thing just went up to the to the level on top. Okay, I didn't ask Saifuddin where which level he stay. I didn't ask for that detail, so I cannot tell you. But he said that wherever he is, this cloth went up, and then that's when he heard it. So I said, "Kau dengar apa?" Cakap aku dengar ada ya. So he said, "I heard." I heard the screaming and the laughing. Then I asked him, can you imitate it for me? Then he looked at me dead in the eyes like, no, I cannot. Because he said, I can never forget the laughter. And he said, the laughter is not like the laughter you hear in the movies. You know, movies, they go like, ah, ha, 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 ha. I said, no, it's not like that. He said, the laughter is almost like as if Oh, this is scary. He said the laughter is like macam she's taunting you. So I said, so I gave him a few variations of laughter, <laughs> being the actor that I am. So is it like this? And he goes, nope. Is it like that? Nope. Higher. Nope. 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 To the point where okay. So when I did this laugh, it's like okay, that is like maybe seventy percent close to the to the laughter. So the laughter is not like ha 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 ha. No, the laughter is not that. The laughter is not he 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 he. Or the laughter is not he 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 he. No, none of that. 
So the laughter is actually <laughs> like that. Something like that. So I'm like, oh my god. So he said, yep, it's like that, but it's more shrilly and it's fast and it's taunting. Macam like, so like the subtext of that laughter is like, <laughs> it's like, you saw me, right? Like you know I exist, right? That kind of laughter. So he said, I can never forget that laughter for the rest of my life. Uh, and then like two days later, when my father brought me up to the level upstairs to take a look, I'm like, shit, I'm practically living in a haunted place. So, but he said after the incident, nothing happened. Lah, you know, I think he was just very um, unlucky to be able to see that. But he, because he said that outside my house is not nothing. It's just the, the trees and then that's where the road is, you know, um, and the new LRT. So he said, I don't understand where this thing is coming from. And he said, or maybe it could just be a figment of my imagination. But he said everything felt very real because he actually opened his eyes and he did saw this white cloth just like fl- flapping outside of his window. So that is the story of Saifuddin, lah, you know, that he shared with me. And he said that after that day, I became a believer that these things exist and all that. And then it wasn't until all the way until I was in uh, Poly when I was, yeah. And then I I, I heard that laugh. I, I heard that crying from that old lady at Pungal Beach. Hiya. Like that law. So please be careful law where all my Pungal people at. But Pungal is scary lah. Even the Coney Island is like, I heard a lot, a lot of stories. I have a friend who does wedding. um, And he says that, he's a wedding photographer by the way. So he said, I hate to do photo shoot at Coney Island because there's always something that will, you'll always see something. So there was this one time he said that I took a photo. I mean, this is not Saifuddin story lah. This is another short story before we end. So I had a friend who is a, a wedding photographer. He said, orbs is normal. Even in daylight, you will see orbs in your photo. And he said, it sucks as a wedding photographer because then I cannot use that photo or I have to edit it and it's a lot of work, you know, and I don't, I do not want to upset my clients. But he said there was this one incident where he couldn't, he can never forget. He took a photo of the bride. He said, when I took the photo of the bride, as per normal, you know, and she said, she was right in the middle of the trekking path, the, you know, the hiking path. So she was just in the middle there, in the middle there with her white gown. I took a photo, right? And it was her. But when I took out my, um, memory card and put it on my computer to edit it it wasn't her face he said it was a face of an old lady oh my god so he said i was like what the fuck is happening who did i snap and he said he showed the bride i said hey are you seeing this and then the bride was like the bride got really freaked out like the bride is like oh my god shit did someone possess me or something like that and i said no lah probably it's just something that's maybe passing by and just taking shape in front of the of the camera but yeah, I mean, Pungul is a vegetation area, so I'm not surprised if it was, I mean, if it has like all these kind of spirits and all that. So yala, that's all the story I have of Pungul. Thank you so much. If I have more stories, I will share with you till I see you again. <laughs> not see lah, till I talk to you again in the next episode of Berhantu. Thank you so much for listening and have a good night, everyone. Goodbye. <music>